Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. We thank God today for this wonderful time uh, once again. And today I want to spend some time just uh, concentrating so much on this subject that I've titled Identity in Crisis. Identity in Crisis. If you can, if you can hear me wherever you are, I want you to type in the comment section, Identity in Crisis. Uh, that's, that's, what we want to, that's what we want to concentrate so much on today, Identity in Crisis. And to be more specific, we want to concentrate on the on the urgent need for identity clarity during uncertain times. The urgent need for identity clarity, especially or during uh, uncertain times, times that are difficult to maneuver, times that are unreliable, times that are unpredictable because we, we, we've got no clue of what tomorrow is going to be like. And also in line with uh, the government uh, messages that they are communicating to us uh, allow me just to reinforce that let's continue to stay home until another message has been communicated only go outside for the purpose of getting food or for health reasons or for work but only if you cannot work from home that's the recommendation and make sure that if you go out of your home of your house you uh, you, you you keep the two meter rule stay two meters away from other people at any given times and uh and i think the most important message at this particular time is uh, make sure that you wash your hands as soon as you get home 20 seconds wash your hands as soon as you get home avoid meeting others even friends or even family in this time for the simple reason that you can spread the virus even if you do not have any symptoms so please let's continue to obey the words of uh, that are coming from the government uh, sources it's very very important for us to comply in times such as this let's go back to our message today identity in crisis identity in crisis i thought this is a very good time for us to to interact and to to talk more about the significance of identity especially in times of uh, especially in times of crisis but allow me to begin by just highlighting to you that one of the most important things in life it is clarity one of the most profound or very important things that you need in life it is clarity now clarity we find it in so many different sectors in so many um, uh, spheres of, of, of life uh, but I've, I've just mentioned a few areas where clarity uh, is of great importance uh, especially at organizational level there are different types of clarities that we need the different types of clarity that you will always need uh, whether you're operating at organizational level or even at an individual level um, so you find that number one there is in life you will need uh, vision clarity especially when we are operating at organizational level there is need of uh, vision clarity <coughs> and not only vision clarity is important but also mission clarity is very important at any given time it is important for you to understand why you exist or the, the purpose uh, of, of your existence. That's part of, um, of mission clarity. So if you're going to go about in life or if our organizations 
are going to continue to operate but the moment there is no mission clarity or vision clarity then you find that disorder tends to creep in a number of things tend to, to tend tend to divert us from the things that are more important not only is mission clarity of importance but goal clarity you know at an organization level or even at personal level we do set goals especially at the beginning of the year now we are in the month of march and i can almost guess i'm not prophesying but i can almost guess that uh, a number of people have already forgotten their their 2020 goals you know what you don't have to throw them away because we are in times of crisis continue to revise them make adjustments where it's needed but the point that i want to bring to you is that there is need of goal clarity what is it that you want to achieve if you're operating at organizational level what is it that we want to achieve there could be short-term goals there could be medium-term goals they could be uh, long-term goals but the most important thing is that there must be clarity of goals if i call it goal clarity uh, those who go to Ebenezer Fellowship, I'm sure you can agree with me. This is one of the things we continue to ha uh, emphasize, especially at the beginning of the year. What is it that you want to achieve as a department? What is it that you want to achieve as a ministry? What is it that we want to achieve as a church? It's calling us to, to, get, to, to come to a place where we have goal clarity. Not only that, there is also need of value clarity in terms of the things that we deem important in our lives yeah, whether you were operating at organizational level or at individual level it's important for you to gain clarity of your values what is it that is of, of importance to you for us as a church we value five things and they they we, we summarize them in one word that is uh, order so we value order let everything be done in a decent and in an orderly manner it's very scriptural we value relationships so these are things that are of importance to us and we continue to talk about them so that there is clarity in everything that we do we talk of uh, development uh, um, these are the things that we value we value excellence and uh, we value results we everything that we do we are always aiming at a predetermined outcome what is it that we want to harvest what is it that we want to achieve at the end of it all so there are different types of clarities that we can we can talk about in this life but for the purpose of this uh, broadcast I want us to narrow down our focus and talk about identity clarity talk about the clarity in the sphere of identity and, and I, I think that is so important especially in the times that we are in it is important for us to continue to to emphasize the need and the importance of identity clarity that is very very important at any given time you need to be crystal clear about who you are it is important for you to be crystal clear about who you are in this life but I've got some good news for you because clarity of identity in life is what gives us clarity of identity gives us the strength to endure and the ability to carry on during uncertain times. I think that is important for you to, to, to get that one. Uh, clarity of identity is what gives us the strength to endure and the ability to carry on during uncertain times and i'll repeat that because I, I don't want you to miss and i'm going to be coming back and bouncing on that idea throughout this broadcast uh clarity of identity is what gives us uh the strength to endure and the ability to carry on during 
uncertain times. Now, if we're going to peruse through the scriptures, you're going to find a number of characters, a number of people in the scripture who have undergone times of crisis. But what, how were they able to, 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 to walk through those times of crisis? Because you remember, there are certain things in life that we can pray and they just go. Things respond or God answers immediately. But there are also other times in our lives, like the one that we are in, where you pray, but things then don't go immediately. It's, it's going to take a bit of a process. Now, the goal of this broadcast, it is to bring you to a place where you, I know you are believing God for a change. We're all believing God for an end to COVID-19. But you know what? It's, it's a process. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a bit of a while. And my heart and my prayer is that while we are hoping for a confident expectation of good right at the end, but it is also equally important for us to know how to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I think it's important for us to master and be able to know how to handle ourselves, how to, how to walk through this time of crisis. And that is where this message and that is where this broadcast is, uh, is simply coming in. How do I handle the process? How do I manage the process? Yes, I'm praying. Yes, I'm trusting God for an immediate change. We're trusting God for an end to COVID-19. But what do we do in the meantime as we are going through this time of crisis? And I'm saying to you, clarity of identity is what gives you the strength to endure because you're going to need strength to endure this process. Not only strength to endure, but you're going to need the ability to carry on in spite of unfavorable conditions, in spite of uh, things seeming to be working against you, in spite of things working not in your favor, we still need the ability to carry on. And I'm saying to you, one of the most important things that is going to help us, it is identity clarity. People who know who they are, especially in times of crisis, they're able to carry on. They're able to endure the difficult process. They're able to endure even the bad news. They're able to counteract fear, anxiety, all kinds of things that uh, crisis brings along, uh, along with. But listen to me, it's going to demand you and I to have identity clarity. Now, when we talk of identity, I know it's a very, very, very broad subject. Identity is a very broad subject. But when you look at all the facets or all the elements that make up identity, things like, uh, things like ethnicity, things like your beliefs, what you believe or what we believe as a group, things like culture, things like religion, things like your dress code, you know, all those different elements that, uh, that formulates uh, what we can call identity. When you look at all those things, there is one thing that you'll find in all of these things. There's, there's, you can actually find what I can call a common denominator. You can actually find a common denominator. And the common denominator is the concept of sameness. Or let me put it in this way. At the center of identity is the concept of sameness. Uh, if, you, if somebody's getting that, could you mind just typing it in the comment section? At the center of identity is the concept of sameness at the center of identity is the concept of 
sameness. And, and I think that is that that is very important. Now, when 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 we study uh, identity, especially when you go back to the 18th century, where where we begin to hear so much uh, the subject of identity coming out in the open, they define identity as the the sameness or the uh, the yeah the sameness of your soul to your spirit that is identity is the sameness of your soul with your spirit that is what is called identity but let me just bring it within the language perhaps that we can all understand if i'm going to pull out my driver's license or my id card which is a form of identification uh, where we get the concept of identity if i'm going to pull out my driver's license and i'm going to use that as a form of identity or as a form of identification now if i'm going to hand it over perhaps to the to the bank account to the bank uh, uh tailor or somebody who wants to cross check my identity now when they get a hold of my driver's license what they're going to be looking at is they're going to look at the picture on, on 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 my driver's license and they're going to look at me the subject and what they're looking at is they want to see if they can find the sameness of the picture in relation to this person who's standing in front of them they're going to look if the picture on the driver's license is the same with the person who is standing in front of them now bringing the concept of sameness so every time we are talking about identity uh, the, 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 there is an underlying thing there. The underlying or the substructure, the thing that we're standing on is this thing called sameness. And that's why I want to emphasize the concept of, uh, the concept of sameness, especially in these times that we are in. I'm just going to be checking our, our comment sections because today I want to more of interact. Uh, I want to interact with you thank you so much yana for typing that identity is the sameness of your soul with your spirit at the center of identity is the sameness of your soul at the center of your identity is the concept of sameness thank you so much Shingi. at the center of identity is the sameness is the concept of is the concept of sameness that is very very important now you find that in life we tend to spend a great deal of time finding things or finding people that we want to act like that we want to be like which is the concept of sameness now take for example a student who is going to uni for the very first time even those who are going to school even us as adults what tends to happen when a child goes to uni is that they want to fit into a group but you find that that group has people who behave in a certain way they dress perhaps in a certain way and what that student is going to try to do in order to fit into that group a student is going to spend a grid of, of time adjusting maybe the clothing adjusting maybe even the tone of their voice adjusting their lives even their hairstyle so that they can fit into a certain group what that child or what that student is simply doing is they're adjusting themselves so that they can come to the level of sameness with the people that they want to be identified with I hope you're getting, I hope somebody is getting this. It's, it's the concept of sameness. So you find that we, even us as adults, we, we tend to go to the celebrities, to, to the superstars of our times, celebrities I think is the word, and what do we do? We want to act like them, we want to behave like them, 
we want to be like them and perhaps we don't tend to celebrities or maybe sometimes we compare ourselves with other people and sometimes you feel like you are left out or maybe you're out of touch you're out of time and we quickly try to adjust ourselves based on other people because we want to look like other people within our community is the concept of identity now the danger comes in in the sense that if you are not careful you're going to allow your surrounding or other people to define you that's where the danger tends to comes in if you allow your surrounding to 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 make you adjust in terms of who you are you you're going to compromise the danger is you might end up compromising on who you are that is your identity why because at the center of identity is the concept of sameness that is what we spend a great deal of our time doing and i've actually seen a lot of people that uh, actually live beyond uh, their means because they want to be like other people they end up buying things that they cannot even afford why because someone wants to be like someone it's identity so you find that a number of times our identity is shaped by our surroundings it's shaped by people that surround us it's shaped by people that we spend most of the times with that's that's identity that's what it is but can i draw your attention to this fact that if we are not very careful by not deriving our identity from christ if we don't get our identity from the right source we are going to struggle when times of crisis come like the ones that we are in because we're going to discover that the people that we wanted to be like and the things that they were using uh, to lure us or to be like them all those things they are not that powerful they are not able to give us the strength to endure in times of crisis they are not even able to give us the ability to carry on especially in terms of uh, in terms of crisis but let me tell you let me assure you today if we can derive our identity from our source of life who is jesus the christ then we we are confident that we are able to have strength to endure and ability to carry on even in times of crisis so your identity or your sameness it should not be tied to material things your identity should not be tied even to people but your identity ought to be tied to this person and his name is jesus the christ now the concept of identity when you come into the scripture um, the concept of identity when you come into the scripture the scripture talks of the image it, it uses the language of, of image. That is why when God created us in the book of Genesis chapter number 126, he says, let us make man in our very own image. Now, that's where identity comes in. Let us make men in our very own image, in our very own likeness. In other words, sameness. That is where the concept of identity comes in. So listen to me, good friends. When it comes to identity, it's, it's important that we shape our lives, we shape our beliefs, we shape our speech, our confessions, we shape even our actions based on who we are in Jesus the Christ. Because our identity comes from Jesus the Christ. And once your identity comes from a strong source with Jesus Christ, you are able to have the strength to endure difficult times. You'll be able even to have the ability to carry on in spite of unfavorable conditions that we are in. 
very important that's identity in crisis we're talking about identity in times of crisis in order for you to, to, to be able to walk through this valley of the shadow of death. Now, as I was going through the scriptures, I came to realize that when we look at Jesus the Christ, whom I want to call the prototype, uh, when we look at Jesus Christ, whom I want to call the prototype, now prototype, it simply means um, uh, the original. That's, that's, that's what prototype means. Maybe the best way for us to understand it is, you know, those who are in the car manufacturing business, when they want to manufacture a certain type of a car, what they do is they create or they manufacture what they call the prototype. And that prototype, they subject it to different kinds of tests, the different kinds of conditions, and they will be making adjustments and everything else. And the different kinds of tests that they do, they do speed tests, they do uh, 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 durability tests, uh, the, the lifespan test of, of that particular car. But all that work is being done on the prototype. All that work is being done on the prototype. Now, once they finish all the testing that they need to do, and they certify now that everything has been checked and we're good to go, what do they do? Now they go on the assembly line. Now on the assembly line, they're not starting to scratch their heads and say, what kind of a car do we want to make? They're going to use the specifications of the prototype. They're going to use everything that they're getting from the prototype. That's what they do. And they do everything according to the specifications, according to the exactness of the prototype. Now, I'm saying to you, Jesus Christ is our prototype. That's where we're deriving our identity. So when God released Christ on earth, he subjected our prototype to all kinds of tests. He subjected our prototype to all kinds of tests, all kinds of crises in this life. That is why you find that the entire life of the, the earthly life of Jesus Christ, Jesus was subjected to opposition. He was subjected to rejection. He was subjected to accusations. You know, all these are different types of challenges that he was going through. Crisis was the hallmark of Jesus' life, especially in relation to the Pharisees, the religious people. But you know what? What I like about all that is that Jesus Christ endured everything that was thrown at him. Talk of rejection. Talk of, uh, talk of, uh, of being despised. Talk of being looked down upon. Talk of even of, you know, isolation, being sidelined. You know, he was subjected to everything that us as people can be subjected to. But what I like about that is that right at the end, our prototype was found with no sin. Our prototype was able to endure and was able to carry on in spite of uncertain times. He was able to carry through. And after that, that's where believers, you and I, we come in. We are fashioned in the image of Christ. That is where we derive our identity. We are fashioned in the image of Christ. That's why the New Testament talks of the language of us being um, conformed into the image of Christ. I think it's 2 Corinthians 3.18. That the more we contemplate, the more we look at Jesus Christ, we are conformed into the image or we are transformed into the image, the very same image of Jesus Christ from glory to glory. Why? Because we derive our image from Christ. That is where we derive our image from. We derive our image from Jesus Christ. Now, listen to me, good friends. Now, when you understand that your identity comes from Christ, 
you know that you can go through any situation and be able to come through it. And I'm saying to you, everything that Jesus Christ was able to go through, you are also able to go through. Everything that Christ overcame, let me tell you, you are also able to overcome. If Christ was able to overcome times of crisis, let me assure you, you are also able to, 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 to overcome. You are also able to see yourself at the other side. Why? Because you are deriving your strength and your ability from who you are. You are created in the image of God. Whatever Christ is, that's exactly who you are. And I like the way the Bible says it in 1 John chapter number 4, I think it's verse number 17 or verse number 19. It says, as Christ is, so are we. Not when we get to heaven, but so are we in this world. As Christ is, so are we in this world. Listen to me. As long as you are crystal clear about who you are in this life, you'll be able to go through anything. You'll be able to go through even the most difficult times of life. You will be able to go through. Why? Because people who know they are, they have a strength that is not emanating from the outside. They have a strength that is not moving from the outside, going inside. But they have an, an internal strength. There's something on the inside of them that gives them the strength to endure and even the ability to carry on in spite of unfavorable conditions. So that's identity in times of crisis. Who are you? I think it's a question that we need to take a pause and ask ourselves. Are you what people say you are? Are you what the situations or the, the circumstances around us is trying to define us? Because you know what? If you don't get hold of who you are, everything around you is going to try and define you. And anyone and anything that defines you can actually alter your destiny why because identity defines our destiny identity it defines our destiny and i'm saying to you good friends what if we allow christ to define us why because the times that we are in they have proved that you cannot derive your identity from material things because at this particular time the things that we used to boast about the things that we used to allow to define us you know what Time is proving that they are not that important. Money is not that important, especially when it comes to where we are. I'm not saying it's completely not important, but there is a time where we need to align ourselves to the things that are really important, things that are immovable, or people that are immovable. And I, I can guarantee you there is only one person, and that person is Jesus the Christ. That is why everyone who is born of Christ, you are fashioned in the image of Christ. And everything and anything that Christ overcame, let me assure you, you are able to overcome. You are able to walk that road. You are able to endure those times. You, are, you have the ability on the inside of you to carry on. Why? Because you are deriving your strength not from material things, but from who you are. That is from your identity. At the center of identity, it is the concept of sameness. What if we make a decision while we are in our lockdown? What if we make a decision of pulling back and continue to ponder on this question and ask ourselves this question, but who am I? Who am I? Am I developing in the likeness of Christ? Am I becoming like Christ? Can I suggest to you to, to spend some time on this question on three specific areas? Now, ask yourself, am I like Christ in my beliefs, 
in the things that I believe, especially in times of crisis. That's number one, in the area of beliefs. Number two, am I like Christ in my confession? The words that come out of my mouth. Number three, am I like Christ in my actions? That's my behavior. I'll repeat these three, three areas. As we go through this time of crisis in our lockdowns, I'm suggesting to you that let's pause. On top of a pause that has been imposed on us, but let's take an intentional pause and ask ourselves, am I like Christ in my beliefs? The things that I believe, when things get tough, your belief system is exposed. Am I like Christ in what I believe? That's number one. And number two, am I like Christ in my confessions? The words that come out of my mouth. When I'm hearing bad news, when I'm hearing the reality of what's going on in the world, the words that are coming out of my mouth, do they show the sameness with Christ? That's number two. And number three, the area of our actions. The way that I'm conducting myself. The way that I'm the, 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 the actions that I'm, I'm, I'm doing, do, do, are they like Christ? Do they resemble a person who is like Christ? Hey, good friends, you are more powerful when you know who you are in this life. And you can stand anything, you can enjoy anything, as long as you know who you are in Christ. Let me close with this. You know, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, let me just put two examples. Let me start with uh, Jesus the Christ. In his entire life, with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious people around him, they always tested him in the area of identity. Are you the son of God? Right from creation, I mean, right from, right from the beginning of his ministry, even at, 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 at his baptism, right from River Jordan, and he goes into the wilderness, guess what? The enemy began to challenge his identity. It was a time of crisis. He began to challenge his identity and he said to him, if you are the son of God, every test that was brought to him, it was a test of identity. If you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, that was, that was the golden question. If you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. The test of identity. Even when you come right to the end of his ministry, that led to his crucifixion. The high priest came in and he said to him, tell us, are you the Christ? Are you the Christ? It was a test of identity. At one time he's asked his disciples and, and he says to him, but, but who, who, who do people say I am? And they, they gave all different kinds of answers. It was a question of identity. And at the end, he had to ask them the question, but you, who do you say I am? He wanted them to connect with him at the level of his identity. You know what? Your identity is going to be tested in these times. That is one, is, that is one great test you're going to go through in these times. Who you are. Who you are is going to be tested in these times. I, can, I cannot afford not to mention the three Hebrew boys. In Babylon, you know, they, they, their freedom has been taken away. Their yes has been taken away. Their no's has been taken away from them. They are slaves in there. But you know what? They came a time when they were tested in that foreign land. And the king had to bring in the food that was offered to idols. But you know what? The people who know the, who they are, they know where their yes is 
and they also know where their know is supposed to be placed at. People who know who they are. And these three Hebrew boys, they knew who they were. And that became the source of their internal strength. This is what gave them even the ability to carry on. They knew who they were. They knew when to say yes. And they knew when even to say no. It's in times of crisis where your identity is going to be tested. Everything that they encountered in Babylon, it was a test of identity. Can you stand on who you are in times of testing? Can you stand on who you are in times of crisis? Can you stand and declare that I am the righteousness of Christ? Even when things are not looking so good, can you stand on this firm foundation of your image in Christ? That I am the righteousness of Christ. I'm fashioned in the image of Jesus Christ. I'm created in the image of God. Can you stand on that? You know what? That is the place where you can derive true or genuine or authentic strength in this life. Who you are in Christ. Hey, good friends. Don't have much to say today. But I just wanted to bring you to this. It's identity in times of crisis. What we definitely need in these times is for you to understand and to understand who you are. Continue to ponder on this question. But who am I? What is it that has been shaping me all this time? Was it the material things around you? Was it people around you? Was it the, 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 the hunger or the, the, the agent needing you to, to want to be like other people that were shaping you? Let me tell you, all those things are weak. All those things are shakeable. That's why you're finding that now uh, everyone is locked down and the things that we used to break about, we're not even using them. They are far away from us because they are not a source of strength. But let me assure you, your strength is in your identity. Your identity is derived from this man called Jesus, the Christ. So, hey, good friends, let's take some time. Take some time, allocate some time, ponder on this question. Am I like Christ in my beliefs? Am I like Christ in my confessions? Am I like Christ in my actions? It's identity in times of crisis. Let me reiterate the most important thing from everything that I've said today. The core, at the center of your identity, is the concept of sameness. Who are you like? Are you like Christ? Are you working towards Christ-likeness? If you're working that direction, then keep working on it. If you allowed the surrounding, your surrounding to shape you, I think this is the time for us to pull back and ask ourselves this question. Who am I becoming like in this life? Hey, good friends, thank you so much for this time. And I trust that this will give you something to ponder upon, something to really consider seriously and very importantly, especially in the times that we are in. I cannot uh, emphasize this more than I have done. It's important for you to know who you are in times of crisis. And I'm looking forward to come back next Friday and do part two of this. I'm going to try and go a little bit deeper into identity in times of crisis, how to, how, how to stand and or how to have clarity of who you are in these times of crisis. If this was of benefit, if this was of value to you, I'm just going to ask you just to hit the share button or just share with your friends and your family. And if you are in the comfort of your home and your family is around you, I think this is a good time for us to ask ourselves this question. Let's have a discussion. Let's, let's start a conversation about our identity in times of crisis. Hey, good friends, may, God, may the good Lord continue to bless you. 
May the good Lord continue to cover you in everything that you're doing. We're praying that God may continue to cover you and to protect you in Jesus' name. Until we meet again, this is Pastor Danny in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description.